Hello everyone, this is Colin and I hope you're all keeping very well. Holy Week is such a, a special time for us, a time when we walk with Jesus through his final days. I know many of us are, are missing being able to gather together to worship this Holy Week. However, to jump ahead slightly, we remember how after the crucifixion, the disciples were alone. They were frightened and they locked themselves in their rooms. But that didn't stop the risen Christ. Christ entered and brought peace and brought hope. And so in our lockdown and our self-isolation, may we be conscious of the presence of Christ with us as we worship together spiritually, if not physically. Today, we should be in Linton for our Monday Thursday service for foot washing and for Holy Communion. But I'm sure we can visualize being there and the special atmosphere it would have. In hymn 378, we read, Praise to the holiest in the height, and in the depths be praise, and all his words most wonderful, most sure in all his ways. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, in this sacred and solemn week, when we see again the depth and the mystery of your redeeming love, help us to follow where you go, to stop where you stumble, to listen when you cry, to hurt as you suffer, so that when you are raised to life again, we may share your endless joy. In this holy week, we marvel at your courage and your devotion, at such love defying human logic, transcending anything that we can ever give back in return. Open our hearts afresh to the wonders of your love and help us to catch sight more fully of how much it cost you and how much it offers to us. In your name we pray. Amen. We read from John's Gospel, John chapter 13 and verses 1 to 17. Let us hear the word of God. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. And then he poured water into a basin and began to wash 
with disciples' feet, and to wipe them with a towel that he had tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, "Lord, are you going to wash my feet?" Jesus answered, "You do not know what I am doing, but later you understand." Peter said, "You'll never wash my feet." Jesus answered, "Unless I wash you, you have no share with me." And Simon Peter said to him, "Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head." And Jesus said to him, "One who has bathed does not need to wash except for the feet." But is entirely clean, and you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him, and for that reason he said, "Not all of you are clean." After he had washed their feet, had put on his robe, and had returned to the table, he said to them, "Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and lord." And you are right, for that is what I am. So, if I, your Lord and Teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example, that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly, I tell you, servants are not greater than their master. Nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. This is a word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And in hymn sixty of songs of God's people, we read, "Kneels at the feet of his friends, silently washes their feet." Master who acts as a slave to them. Jesu, Jesu, fill us with your love. Show us how to serve the neighbors we have from you. At this time of lockdown and self isolation, a popular pastime seems to be keep fit, and there are various instructors, all seemingly with long hair. Keeping the nation fit on television, I haven't yet succumbed, but we do all want to keep in shape. We want to look our best, and in a normal world, we'd spend lots of money in grooming and cosmetics, in hairdressing and barbering. The body is important, but one part of the body we often offer overlook are our feet. They're never the most attractive parts of our body. I remember reading the the book Silence by the Japanese author Endo, and if my memory is correct, it opens with a description of feet: callous feet, blistered feet, small feet, white feet, feet in all every shape and size. And it was the feet of the Japanese peasants. Who are walking one after the other, and trampling on a picture of Jesus.
the authorities were trying to eradicate the fledgling Christian faith, which had been brought by the missionaries in the 17th century. And it was thought that a convert would refuse to step on a picture of Jesus. It's a very powerful start to the novel. Two years ago, I was at a Monday Thursday service in Cairo, and there were over 20 of us there, all from different countries. There were some Egyptian and some from Sudan, but also people from France and Holland, from America and the Philippines, and from UK. And we sat in a circle. And when the time came for foot washing, the minister washed the first person's feet. But then that person in turn washed the next person's feet. And so it went on so that we all had our feet washed, but also took part in washing others' feet. It was a tremendously humbling experience. I was at first reluctant to go forward and I didn't want my feet washed. But I found myself so caught up in the experience that suddenly my shoes were off, my socks were off as I went to participate. When the disciples were sitting for the Passover meal, they may have been waiting for a servant to wash their feet as was a custom in the Middle East. But it was Jesus who stood up and took off his robe and knelt down. Peter, and no doubt the others too, protested. But Jesus was modelling what their ministry should be like, that of service. And he washed all their feet, including those of Judas who betrayed him and Peter who denied him. We are also Christ's friends, and we are called to show that same humility in our lives and be ready to serve each other. In hymn 694, we hear this challenge. Brother, sister, let me serve you let me be as Christ to you. Pray that I may have the grace to let you be my servant too. Let us be as Christ to the people around us. Amen. And let us pray. Christ Jesus, you show us your servant heart emptying yourself of all but love and kneeling at our feet, washing away all that clings. Give us grace to kneel with you, to bow our proud hearts and to empty ourselves of all our false status to serve a broken world in your name. We pray for that world now and pray for the sick and for all who are in hospital, and for all who treat them. And at this time, we think especially of the Prime Minister in hospital. We pray for healing for all. Servant King, teach us how to serve. We pray for all who are researching into a vaccine for the coronavirus. 
pray for our governments in Westminster and Holyrood, and for all who lead. Servant King, teach us how to serve. We pray for those who have lost jobs or whose businesses are folding. For those who can't pay bills and fear for the future. Servant King, teach us how to serve. We pray for all who clean and who care. For those who often go unnoticed, but who maintain the fabric of our world. Servant King, teach us how to serve. We pray for all who've lost loved ones and for those who are faced with new regulations regarding funerals. May they know the embrace of your love. Servant King, teach us how to serve. Amen. And hymn 374 reads, From heaven you came, helpless babe, Entered our world, your glory veiled, Not to be served, but to serve, And give your life that we might live. This is our God, the servant king. He calls us now to follow him, To bring our lives as a daily offering, of worship to the servant king. The peace of our Lord be with you all this Monday Thursday. Amen. <laughs>